Sliced Apples Podcast with Alex and David. We're playing basketball. We love the basketball. So, first things first on the agenda, just like Alex and I secretly predicted on the last episode. I say secretly because we both knew it. We just didn't want to put it out there. But the, the Nets got swept. Like, come on. Nets got swept. Um, I did say they were going to win a game or win. I thought they were going to win. Okay, I secretly thought they were going to get swept. Um, I, I, you know, it. I just knew it. I just didn't want to put out bad vibes out there you know what i mean um nets got swept even with uh jason tatum getting fouled out the last few minutes of the game <sighs> where where do the nets go from here I saw a list of all the free agents they have and it's basically their entire bench it's like just about every i know bruce brown is a unrestricted free agent blake griffin lamarcus aldridge uh, I don't remember the others, but I'll I'll find it. There, there's a list of them. I mean, but even then, that's I, I mean, you got to start from the top, Katie and Kyrie. I think one I of the things the top, I you mean Steve Nash, dude. Steve Nash has got to go. How do you not produce? I mean, you don't produce anything with this roster. I mean, this roster is not like the greatest roster, but to get swept, to not win a game. Well, when your stars don't play like they're supposed to, bro, it's it, it 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 comes down to more than just star play. He got out coached, man. I mean, yeah. So look, yes. the free agents: Lamarcus Aldridge, Bruce Brown, Nick Claxton, Goran Goran Dragic, uh, Andre Drummond, Blake Griffin. I don't know who David Duke Jr. is, but <laughs> he's on a two-way contract, so. <laughs> uh yeah, I mean, I think it's the coaching. I mean, you start with the coaching. The roster is assembled. It's a pretty decent roster. It's, it's older, and it's it's got some questionable pickups. I mean, Andre Drummond is really questionable. He had zero points, zero assists, and one rebound on uh, the last game. So, Oh, I mean, in this series, I mean, it, it the matchup didn't go well with Drummond, but ever since Drummond came over from the 76ers, He's been a pretty good addition, so I'm going to have to dis- highly disagree with that. Um, either way, the roster isn't really that great. It's okay at best. I mean, they're not deep, but they've got a good roster. I mean, it's a good they're, starting they're, lineup. It's just because you know the Above names, average. but like they have name value, but... Two two out of five of them are superstars. You take Katie and Kyrie out of the like. I can't though. Then we're not we're not talking about the Nets if I take them out. Not take them, but after that, it's not that good of a roster. The yeah, they're roster not deep. isn't that good. But I mean, they're all right. I mean, Seth Curry's not a scrub. Seth Curry is worth keeping around. Goran Dragic is a good role player. I mean, he's older, but he's a good role player. These are guys that like have their moments. And like you said, they're on the older end. It's it's not. I get rid of all of them. Scrap it. Wow. 
I mean, I maybe keep one or two. You got to remember, they still got Joe Harris on this fat contract. Um, he didn't play essentially all year because of injury. I know that's one That's one person I know they really missed because that would have been a good just automatic three-point knockdown shooter to, yeah. to go to. Um, the thing is, though, like especially in this – when you're looking at the East – They just need to they they need to do something to bolster up that lineup. Yes, Steve Nash, very questionable. Um, probably need a change there. But let's not forget, JD and Kyrie are the ones that like. When you got us two, who do you really need a coach? I mean, da, 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 whatever the that's a fair said, point. That's the best point you've made said. right there. <laughs> whatever they said, which was kind of like I was just I remember at the time I was like, what do you mean you don't need Bizarre. a coach? Yeah. See, they've been watching LeBron for too long. <laughs> they've been watching LeBron for too long. They've been seeing the coaches he's had and said, who needs a coach? But not everybody can do what he did with the coaches he had. Even though I, Steve Nash, mm, love Steve Nash. Love me some Steve Nash. As a coach, mm, not sure. Yeah. Um, and also one of the things, uh, my last thing is, I don't know what it is, but I don't know if it's the style in which they play or what. I don't know if Katie and Kyrie work because in these playoffs, it's either one or the other. Either Kyrie got it going on, but at the same time, as we saw, it's not enough to propel them to victory. Or KD has it going on. But the thing is, they can't do it by themselves. Like, why we have, I don't know if it's because of Kyrie talking about the jail thing. They haven't been able to jail, which is his fault anyways. Him only playing a quarter of the season or whatever it is. But I, I, I find it hard to believe that not once in these playoffs did both of them just absolutely go nuts. Like, where we have, like, the Kyrie-LeBron photo from like that finals where they both scored like 40 a piece just going dumb we had at the end of the regular season just going dumb buckets i just don't understand for how high caliber quality these nba players are kd and kyrie why we didn't see that all playoffs i mean credit to boston too boston's just the number one defensive number one in defensive efficiency in, in the regular season so credit to them as well i don't want to take away from them great team um but yeah man they just have a lot of question marks they got swept if i would have told you before the playoffs started there's only one team getting swept in this whole first round it's the brooklyn nets y'all would have told me i'm putting down david's stupid shit yeah <laughs> i would have definitely um we disagree on a lot of things here Interesting. I don't think we've disagreed this much in a while. Uh, man. So you're saying blow up the whole roster except for Katie and Kyrie. Nobody okay, else I'm, is worth I'm, keeping. I'm, all right. I'm exaggerating. Jeez. Sorry. You know. No, you I know, just I just you know. want to know, like, who specifically are you saying, like, 
I mean, obviously, I think you get rid of the old guys. I think you get rid of Aldridge. Don't bring Aldridge back. Um, okay. Blake Griffin. Um, he's iffy, depending on how much money he wants. You, you Andre got, Drummond. We, Andre Drummond, iffy as well. Oh you either bring gosh. you either bring him or Claxton. You bring one or the other. Whoever's the cheaper option, honestly. You gotta right. honestly. If I was in that position, I'll play Moneyball with with the with the unrestricted free agents. I'd be like, who is the best for cheapest? I feel like you're you're like hurting yourself in this situation because there was a massive trade midseason for Ben Simmons, and Ben Simmons just came out and said that I don't know if this is false reporting or not. If I didn't really fact check it, I just saw it. But that his mental triggers his back pain, his mental uh, what pain or mental yeah, I saw I saw that too. Something struggles trigger his back pain. So we've now entered a territory where I I don't know much about, but I can imagine that if you, you get down and sad and emotional, yeah, it has a mental block that can trigger back problems. So he now has a mental issue that triggers a physical issue that keeps him from playing basketball so when you blow up a roster like i agree with you for the most part i think there's there definitely needs to be some retooling although you are very limited with ben simmons and katie and Kyrie already because that's supposed to be your core you're putting a lot of chips in the ben simmons bucket thinking that he's gonna come back and play like i'm not even sure if he's gonna ever play basketball again man you know what i mean yeah, it won't. Net, it's, Nets, it's, Nets gave up way too much for him to never play basketball. No, again. seriously. I mean, like, I don't know what it is, but there's always something. Like, it, think about it. When we brought it up last podcast and we talked about the fact that he was supposed to debut in early March against the 76ers in the regular season, that was that was his expected date. And here we are, April 27th today. And it's like there's more news coming out that there's a mental block that now triggers this pain that he's been sitting out for. So, I mean, what? it's almost like analyzing a graph, right? Like he was at the top, top, top when he was going up there and the All-Stars and everything, Defensive Player of the Year candidates, and, and now he's been trending all the way down. And we haven't really seen a lift towards the the green. So I'm worried that when you start to strip this down and I fully believe you have to get rid of Steve Nash because they got out coached. Boston is a better defensive team, but it's on the coach's shoulders to design a, an offensive game plan or at least some offensive game plan to get your stars open and get them shots. Like you can't rely on ISO basketball against a well-coached defensive scheme. That's just not, it's not going to work in a, in a, in a bunch of players that buy into the defense. So, I mean, meanwhile, we've got a situation here where this is the other thing is Steve Nash being the coach, man, like Katie and Kyrie coming out and saying that they don't need a coach. Like I've, I've always said this about football programs and I believe I've said it about basketball as well. But when you have drama outside of the, the locker room of the field and you bring that into the locker room and there's not, and I haven't added this to it, but in Steve Nash's case, He's not exactly a steady role figure in that room. You know, he's not like, I hate to use the example, but like a Doc Rivers or anybody else that you might listen leak. I'm serious. I'm serious. I just think Doc Rivers because I don't know. Doc Rivers. That's harsh, Eric Spolstra. Okay. Eric Spolstra. How about that? What? 
you're making phases. I'm just saying somebody who, who it, 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 the locker room is around them. Those are probably two poor examples. Help me here. Oh, what who is, you, oh, who's a consistently good coach in the NBA right now? Oh, Spolster. No, I, was, I thought you were saying okay. Spolster wasn't a good coach. That's no, why I that's was what like, I'm saying. Like what? when you have when you have these coaches that are firm in their ideology and they implant it in the organization, the drama that your players might bring into the locker room stops at the door. But the issue with the Nets is when you don't have that kind of figure in Steve Nash or really in the organization, you have the drama with Ben Simmons going on and nobody knows if he's going to play. We talked about the teammates turning because it's just over time you start to just question like, man, do you really want to be here? Like, do you want do you want to win like the rest of us? You think about all that and then it comes in the locker room. It doesn't stop at the door like it would with other organizations. And you carry that onto the court and it's there's no real organization behind this when it comes to who's running the show who is running the show for the nets is it steve nash is it Kyrie? is it kd the two guys the the two players that said they didn't need a coach all these questions are are at the core of what their problem is in my in my opinion and it just it needs to be fixed you need to have a a coach come in that's going to establish an identity, an ideology, and has experience with star players because you can't bring in a, a newer guy like Steve Nash who has never had a real significant coaching role and hand him the reins to Katie and Kyrie who have both had issues in the past. I mean, come on. These are two pretty, like, I Steve mean, they're Kerr in the news. It. Steve Kerr was with San Antonio before, wasn't he? As what? An Check coach. that. I believe he was an assistant coach in San Antonio. Okay, yeah, you might. That sounds familiar. So you might be right. So Steve Nash, I think, just I mean, he was he was doing the soccer thing like five years ago. He was doing he was in the soccer. He came out, but I'm I respect I respect him. But you think like you want a figure in that locker room? There's not a LeBron in that locker room, right? There's not somebody who everybody can rally around and is kind of bigger than life. KD and Kyrie are two kind of opposing forces almost it feels like because they they're their own worst enemy man they step on the court and all the problems go away they're so damn good they step off the court and it's like for whatever reason there's always a problem the thing is also um defense defense i i think that's one of the main things and the thing is that always trickles down from your star players like how your star players are and how they react to things and their their the way they play how they hustle, et cetera, et cetera, trickles down from the star players to the rest of the team. I'm sorry, but KD and Kyrie do not play very good defense, especially when it matters, when you need to play good defense. KD kind of gets away with it a little bit because he is freaking lanky, lanky. Seven, six wingspan, I think. Yeah, he, he just he covers so much space. But if you look at these guys, they're just – they don't have that defensive effort slash intensity. And yeah. they are walking buckets. They're hoopers. They're walking buckets. But there's two sides of the court. And if you're Bruce Brown or Drogic or Seth Curry, and you see the way KD and Kyrie handle the defensive end, how is that going to make you want to play better on that end of the court as well? Like where we talk I, about where we talk about the Giannis's, the LeBron's yeah. like you see these guys just put in that effort on that and these amazing blocks and just put in 
put in all that effort and energy on that side of the court, that that resonates to the rest of the players. You get J.R. Smith out here doing doing defensive plays. You have freaking Chris Middleton making defensive plays and whatnot. You got all these guys kind of buy into that system. But so I'm I'm with you, and that is like the golden situation is that the star is the one that plays the strongest defense, right? Like that's what you'd like to see, or at least a star. But on the other side of this coin with the Boston Celtics, Marcus Smart is the defensive guy. Jason Tatum is the best player on the team, but you can have a guy. And I even, the other example I thought of was uh, PJ Tucker with the Rockets. You can have a role player, a guy that starts, that's maybe not an offensive threat, but be the spark in the defense. Cause all you need, like when you think about it, like just playing the sport, you get hype when you see, a teammate or even your own team watching them get a steal or get a block or anything like playing in those games that inspires you doesn't need to be the star player. So I agree with what you're saying. However, it can be accomplished outside of KD and Kyrie and has been in the past Draymond and LeBron. But I'm saying that that effort needs to be there. Jason. Absolutely. Yes. I mean, it's even questionable. I know Marcus smart won a defensive player of the year award. And I don't want to take that away from him, but that doesn't make but, him the best defender on that court. I mean, you got Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum still on I mean, the court. Technically, with it does, but I mean, for the for the past year, I mean, <laughs> if if okay, if Joel Embiid wins man, the man, MVP, man. is he automatically better than Giannis? No, that's a good point. No. He wanted a lot more than he has. Kobe <laughs> would have won it more than once. But essentially what I mean is, it, it. let's just say Marcus Smart is the best defensive player on the court. Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown still put in that effort on that end of the court. So it's still, you see your star players doing the things, the gritty, nitty gritty things that need to be done on that end. It still goes down to, you know, the, the Al Horfords, the Daniel Tice, and like it just gives it gives your it gives your um it gives your team uh an identity, Mark. I guess you could say. Oh. I, I, you know, it just it's just it's all about the leader. If the leader shows they're putting in the effort, they don't even have to be the best. If they put in the effort, you want to follow that effort that's put in. You don't want to be that guy that's slacking behind. That's like. Uh, yeah, they got everybody to cheer on to run across the line at the end when everybody just wants to be done. Yeah, yeah but defense ain't always just about. I mean, it, it is a lot about effort, but it could also be schemed. Like I've been watching a lot of like JJ Redick stuff. He's talking about how the defense moves and stuff like that. Boston moves great every time. Like JJ breaks down like all this stuff. He talks about how they moving, how they switch, and all that, dude. The that's coaching. Game, yeah, yeah, that that's coaching, game. dude. If you see Brooklyn. What was their game plan? Give the ball to them. That's it. Was their yeah, game but plan? You, but at the same time, it's 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 the oh, key moments where you oh. see, like, dude, you see them just looking around. I'm pretty sure Steve Nash didn't sit, sit there and like just look around, bro. Like, you've only been playing basketball your whole life. Kyrie just like not putting in the effort to to block out. Um, who was it? The last game he block he didn't block out. Uh, I think it was. Yeah, oh, where they were just looking foot. at each other. Yeah, they're just kind of like Tatum just ran by him. Tatum, yeah, Tatum did the spin move on him. 
And it was just like, I mean, that's that, stuff that you do at practice. There's only a, a coach can only do so much, bro. Coach. Well, so you're just saying like the leader, it trickles down from the leader. And I believe the coach is the leader of the team. Star Look, player bro, is not. I am not letting y'all. Steve Nash, yes, he probably needs to go, but not probably. I guarantee he will be fired. Okay, okay we'll, but, we'll take LeBron. But no, this this is Katie and Kyrie, bro. I'm telling y'all, this is Katie and Kyrie because <laughs> they're not just gonna change. They've been doing this for years. They've dude, been doing this for years. Dude, it's the Phil Jackson thing, man. Like they just need a good coach. Like they need a good coach they can buy into. And that's like, I mean, you say it's the the reason I say Phil Jackson because we all watched the Last Dance and we saw how Dennis Rodman, Scotty, everybody bought into the Phil Jackson ideology. And you just need a coach like that when you have like head cases like Brooklyn does. And they're not bad people; they just are very extroverted with their actions. <laughs> they're very they're very showy, and they say a lot of things that are counter what most people believe like the earth being round but you know i mean they're not bad people they just need somebody to follow like they they don't they're not they're not leaders i don't believe that they are leaders in in my opinion the way that they act is not conducive with leadership it's not you're not putting the team first you're not leading the team and i don't think they want to i mean kevin has made it very clear that he just wants to play basketball doesn't really care the results and frankly, I was talking about it this morning with my roommate and I was laughing really hard because if I was the billionaire owner and my star player who I'm paying 40 million or whatever dollars a year to <laughs> says he doesn't want to win, I'd be pissed. So, yeah, I think I think they they need somebody to buy into. And I think Ben Simmons really needs to get his head on on his shoulders, man, because it doesn't help their situation that Ben Simmons is as dramatic as, as they are when it comes to news. <laughs> yeah, was, we've never stopped talking about Brooklyn. I was trying to look for it, but uh, they had said that uh, he had said he doesn't want to play or be around the Brooklyn facility and stuff like that. He wants to like gather himself like outside of that. And then he did that last year. Yeah, but or two I mean, years ago or whatever. Being Brooklyn, I would be terrified. Like this guy saying he doesn't want to like he wants to figure it out on his own. That's kind of scary, man. You you gave up a lot to get him, and I mean, you gave a pardon, not because you wanted to, but what are you getting in return now? You know, nothing really, bro. It's horrible trade, horrible, horrible trade. On paper, it'd probably be a good trade, but I mean, I still don't think on paper, regardless of how Harden's played recently. I mean, if he wants to win and he sees like they're winning, I mean, when he played for Houston, he wanted to win, like he played hard, so. I'd rather take that over somebody who won't play. And yeah. we don't know when he'll, if, if he'll play. I don't think he'll play basketball again. I mean, seriously, we're getting to that point where I'm starting to think that. It's mm. crazy. But you know who will continue playing basketball again? Yeah. John Morant. <laughs> Woo, well, man. Need a bucket? Call 12, bro. Dude, that was a crazy end to the game crazy and of course minnesota gives up another big lead i think it was like what 12 point lead this time but jesus that first of all let's not forget anthony edwards with the clutch three 
having oh, that time dude. out. Yeah, the corner three. Oh, that was nasty. And that Maybe honestly, nervous. that pass, that pass to him was a little nasty too. I'm not yeah. even gonna lie. Nasty pass, shot it, bam, hit the three. And then for John, and, and it's funny because we all I already like I knew it. It was going to Jaw, and I just knew somehow he was gonna make it, man. It's just one of those, it's just one of those crazy things that it's kind of like Tom Brady getting getting the ball with less than two with two minutes wow. left at the end the of the job ja Morant to Tom Brady comparison. I mean, Sheesh. I'm just saying, I mean, come on, do we not? <laughs> I mean, did did y'all think the same thing when when you were watching it? Like I thought, okay, Jaw's gonna he, get the ball. I don't he did know. He go how. nuts in the fourth quarter. He went nuts. I think at 18 or something in the fourth quarter, he went nuts. Uh, it was like I don't know, man. I was pretty nervous. When he got the ball, I was pretty nervous that he did his his acrobatic Superman Michael Jordan type shit where he can just fly and float and twist and turn and hook his hook his arm around and flick it with his fingers and it goes up in the rim it's it's the craziest he's so athletic I don't think I've ever seen seen anything like it it's it was 175 pounds soaking wet I'm pretty sure it was crazy (laughs) how he did all that I was for now looking back at it for how long the whole play lasted that he it was only three point something seconds. It's kind of crazy, but John Morant, he's just that guy, Ben. What what else can I say? I mean, we can't say anything more about this man. Um, the thing is, too, he's been kind of in a shooting slump this yeah. series. Yeah, he has. So I expect him after that fourth quarter, to, I expect him to just continue that into game six in minnesota you are r.i.p good night see ya thank you for thank you for attending um get rid of cat and we'll see you next year we'll see you next year yeah definitely a closer series than i thought it was going to be but job's not done right still got still got to win one more we'll see oh yeah okay cat job job job's not done no, that, that was Kobe Bryant. <laughs> I know, but Cat literally. Oh, did said he that. say that yesterday? Not yesterday. The, the the their last win in Game Four. Oh no! He, this dude he, just doesn't learn. He he. We in Minnesota now. <laughs> he like he made his voice that. deeper too and whatnot. It was pretty funny. I'm not even gonna lie. He made his voice deeper, like Dude, um, yeah. He did yeah, the he yeah. did the the silence thing before they came back yesterday. He did make that was a good three point shot by him. He he made that, and what what does that say? Nine minutes, yeah, nine and a half minutes, and they were up thirteen. Yeah, that's uh that didn't end well for them. <laughs> I don't know how they do it, man. I don't know how they keep coming back. We'll see what happens. I uh, I'm pretty happy with how it ended obviously i was pretty depressed there for a minute i was sad because it was a team i've been watching for about six months now it feels like maybe closer to five or four but i've i've become decently committed to them and if they were to lose in the first round then i'd be i'd be pretty sad so our contract for 2022 is not up yet they have to they have to continue the contract i really want to see i i need to see golden state versus memphis like this was I mean, a this is a great series though. It's very fun. I love Anthony Edwards. He's so good. Mm-hmm. But imagine them going against Steph Curry and I Jordan just don't Cole want them to lose, dude. I mean, Clay come Thompson. On. 
Is anybody gonna beat the Warriors at this point? Hold on, hold on, hold on, Come right, on. Right. We we gotta see, bro. We we gotta see. Katie gonna sign a ten day contract with the Warriors here. <laughs> we 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 gotta we gotta see them play a real team like Memphis before we start. You know, oh, who's gonna beat Golden State? I mean, the Nuggets aren't chopped liver, bro. I mean, they're they're not great, but I mean, they are. I mean, I mean I you say this. you they essentially told me when we were back and forth last week they were essentially chopped liver, and they now are. I come around to agreeing with you, and now you want to say they're not chopped liver? No, I'm not. I I, I mean, they are, but it's because they're injured. I mean, but there's, I mean, Nikola Jokic is on the team. <laughs> That's all. Yeah, I got. Poor, poor man. He, he's. Every time I see watch the game, he's just there like he's uh with he's, his uh, hands out just <laughs> Is it Leonidas at the end? Is Leonidas at the end of three hundred stand with all the arrows falling down on him? That that's Jokic right now. <laughs> <laughs> but um tonight they're actually starting the the death lineup, the three G lineup. So Oh are they RIP Denver, thank you for participating. Um we didn't want to fully broom you with the sweep, but we are gentlemen, so we will gentlemen sweep. Are you a Golden State fan now? No, just the NBA on behalf of the NBA. Oh, you. wow. Thank you for participating. We shall now gentlemen sweep you. Here's your L. <laughs> we will see you next year. <laughs> next year. And yeah, it'll be back next year. So, no. All right. I got a bold prediction here, and I'm feeling okay. it. Okay. If the Toronto Raptors win tomorrow, they are winning the series. I am putting it right here. If they win game six, they are winning the series. I mean, I think that's a pretty like contingent bet. <laughs> if they win game five or game six, they will win game seven. I would probably make that bet too if I wanted to say that. I would. I mean, you have the momentum going into Game Seven. It's like, oh shit, they tied it up. Like they're going into Game Seven, feeling good about yourself. I'd probably make and, that bet too. And, I don't know. They and I hope they do, so I can get that clip of you saying, "Dude, Toronto, dude, Toronto." Like, and I could be like, "You haven't watched Toronto this season." <laughs> I guess I haven't. And honest, yeah, and honestly, they'll be fine. Honestly, They're I want to come back. <laughs> They're not coming back. It'll be fine. 76ers will win. They're playing tomorrow. Yeah, they'll win. Good luck. Thanks for coming. Here's your L. I, I, I'm not too. You fooled too some sure. of us. Some of the uh, some of us you fooled some, but the real sports fans, the real NBA fans, saw past this uh, this fog, this Raptors fog, and knew that the 76ers were going to win. It's going to be no problem. Joel Embiid has a torn ligament in his right thumb. Left I'd expect thumb. him to lose the first game he came back from that. Left thumb. Tomorrow, though, he's going to figure it out. He might cut his hand off if he needs to. He'll do left whatever thumb. it takes to win. It's the left thumb. Left but thumb. Sorry. <laughs> I don't want you making any excuses when the comeback happens. That's all. That's, that's, that's it. Because That's like saying the Pelicans are going to beat the Suns. Not really. The Suns actually have a complete team outside of <laughs> Devin Booker. What do you mean? <laughs> okay. Dude, all right. Come on. The Sixers, bro, they're finally they're finally playing the way they're supposed to be playing. They resorted to the mean. They had great three games. Maxi just went 
stupid out of nowhere. He like touched, he must have touched gold or something. But now they're kind of getting back to we first of all, let's start with Harden. We know what Harden is. As Houston Rockets fans, we know Harden. So we know what to expect from him. So this isn't even, I'm not even gonna like think anything of him because he they are who we thought they were. He is who we who we know he is. Joel Embiid can't do it on his own because they're just throwing double teams at him. They're just throwing them, throwing double teams at him. And so that means it's all on Tobias Harris because he's the next best player on that team. And he ain't built for that. He ain't built for that. And Ouch. then outside of that, what you got? You got Thibel, can't can't score the ball. Maxi, average scorer. Then you got Danny Green, role player. Maybe could make two threes. If you're lucky, he'll make two threes in a game. Niang. I don't even know how to say his first name. George's Niang. Maybe two. Same with him. Two threes. Maybe. Yeah, I was saying it that way. Shane Melton can kind of get his own bucket, but like I said, average score. Like, dude, if Embiid doesn't just reel off just insane, an insane game, I think they are toast. The way Toronto is playing right now, they are toast. And they got Doc Rivers. They have Doc Rivers as their coach. We were just talking about how much coaches matter, right? Doc Rivers, he always blows it. He is known for blowing it. Sir? Can you tell me last time James Harden scored 30 points? It had, to be, right like his, it had to be like his first week with Philly. Like in March. March 29th. 32 Ooh. points. Dang, look at me, bro. Before that, it was January 25th, 33 points. I needed a couple 29-point nights. For this series, he's averaged 18. Dude, he's been absolute trash the past couple of months. Past, like, yeah, past month. He's 32 years old. That's not acceptable. <clears throat> I mean, it just, it just straight up isn't acceptable. To be 32 it, it, years old, you're not you're not 35, 36. You're still you're at the very end of what was your prime, and you can give us more than 18 in the in the playoffs, especially because you're not the guy being double teamed anymore. It, it's you can very give interesting. Me more than 18. <clears throat> My coworker told me this. I think it was today. It was very interesting because it kind of opened my eyes. He's like, "It's a young man's game now. Like even." You got you got these young cats that are Luca. taking taking yeah. over. You got Luca, Ja, um, Brandon Ingram, Donovan uh, Mitchell, Denver, Devin uh, Booker. Yeah, Devin Booker, Tyler Hero. <laughs> Did you really just throw Tyler Hero in that? I'm just saying. I mean, he played in the finals two years ago, and he was pretty good in the finals two years ago. So, I mean, he's a, he's a young guy. I think he was what 18 two years ago. Tyler wow. Hero's a dog, bro. What is he? I, I, was, try, years I old? was trying to name like young, like superstars, not just oh, like... okay. So like the Teen Titans. All right, what you got? <laughs> like superstars, not just you know. Yeah, like the Teen Tyler Titans Hero, of the twenty not year six, olds. Not okay. six man of the year, uh, okay. two years ago. But you know, you you see guys 
the way the Pelicans are playing against, even though without Booker, the Pelicans are playing against the Suns because now it's it's CP3. These guys aren't scared of like CP3 anymore, dude. I'm mm-hmm. like, I'm like, dude, this is the point god. Yeah. And y'all are just like, don't Jose y'all just Alvarado. don't care. Y'all just don't care. And that's the thing. I think this young, these young dudes, they get buckets and they don't give a fuck. I think LeBron said the same exact thing a year or like, two ago. Didn't he say that? Even like KD, like Jason Tate, Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown with KD. Like before, if it was like a few years ago, I know it was Golden. I mean, I know it was Golden State, KD, but you wouldn't. You would be scared to try to guard Dick KD. Now they're just like, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get all up on you. I'm gonna get my body all up on you. Like I'm gonna body you, bro. It's like. These young dudes don't don't care, bro. They will ball out, and they don't care. Jaw, Jaw was like Patrick Beverly. He was giving them the too too small. He was giving them the too small. I was like, dude, Patrick Beverly a pest, bro. He's like the biggest pest in the NBA. Love me some Patrick Beverly. And like, I was, and it just really opened my eyes. I was like, man, even you go to Devin Booker. Devin Booker don't care, bro. He is pulling up and giving you thirty-five. Yeah, he was like, face. wasn't he? Wasn't he number thirteen on that like girls' uh, list of the the Suns players that she went into the hotel room with? It's like number thirteen <laughs> on that list. That man does not care. We know that. <laughs> <laughs> I think she but, specifically said he wanted the end too. That man really doesn't care. He wanted to be the last one. Anyway, continue. But yeah, that, that's that's I think that's the whole idea around like this playoffs right now. Even I mean, the only you could maybe say Steph Curry, but thing is, Steph Curry could just shoot from like anywhere, so he'll survive for he will he his longevity his uh, his lifespan basketball lifespan will last forever as long as he could just shoot from anywhere. And last time I, I like checked, Ray Allen, yeah. Last time I checked. These these hands and wrists don't really wear out too much, too easily, and I like the legs. So, um, but yeah, that, that's crazy to me. Even Giannis, Giannis, I think Giannis is still decently young for where he's at in the basketball totem. Um, it's a young man's game, man. Uh, it's crazy. Yeah, I I agree. I think this year though we're gonna. I mean, I think we expect Giannis to win this year. It's pretty pretty straightforward. I mean, he's just clearly really? the best player. Yeah, I think he's clearly the best player in the league. I don't think anybody can stop him. I, I don't think there's a defensive scheme. I don't think there's an individual player. I think you have to double every single time, and his team is probably good enough to win in those situations. And even if they aren't, he's he's good and straight. He's he is good enough and strong enough and big enough and long enough. It doesn't matter how many defenders you put on him. It's going to be like Steph Curry in the 2016 playoffs or 2018 when they had the whole team guarding him, basically. It's going to be like that with Giannis. So I think throw everything you can at him. You can't stop the Greek I think freak. The Celtics He's can so give, good. Celtics can give him a run for their money. Um, who else is in the East? Not the Sixers, no. Dude, he's he's the new past. age LeBron. I mean, that's that's what he is. I mean, Sixers he can't team. he can't shoot as well as LeBron, but nobody can physically stop him. Like he's so big and strong 
Nobody can physically stop him. Marcus Smart cannot stop Giannis. Jason Tatum cannot stop Giannis. Who are you going to put on him? You're going to put a center on him? It's called team defense. But that's what I'm saying. Like, you're not going to win that series. Like, that's how good he is. Like, you get in the face, like, uh, uh, like uh, Chris Paul, where Jose Alvarado is showing us that as long as you just, like, pester the shit like Pat Bev and like he does, like, you can nullify some of the damage from these top-tier shooters or top-tier point guards, i.e. like Steph Curry or Chris Paul. But a situation like Giannis, like, there is no deterrent for that. He's like Godzilla. What do you do? Godzilla yeah, just came but, out of the ocean. Like, what do we do? There's yeah, no but, answer. <laughs> we, we don't know. You send King Kong. Where yeah. King Kong is in Cabo right now with his family. <laughs> LeBron James. <laughs> That's the person we would send to defeat Giannis is LeBron. Please do it one more time. <laughs> Dude, it's the end of the 30. 39-year-old LeBron James. Please. <laughs> hey, first of all, I mean, the Heat can give him a run for the money. The Celtics can give him a run for they got a, They still got a tough road ahead. Don't, Dude, answer that it. question for me, though. Who can guard Giannis? I mean, like, who is the best matchup for Giannis? Out of those two teams? Out of any of the teams that are left um, in the the East. And the West. I'll give you that because I think they're going to win the championship. Barring injuries, I think they'll... Well, Chris Middleton's out, but expecting him to come back and barring any further injuries, I would would pick them to win. But I know he has, like, an MCL spring, so I'm not sure if he'll come back and play. I think... No, I think he has a hamstring. I think it's a hammy. Oh, okay. It's kind of similar to D-Book's injury but the point still stands like if it's just him and chris middleton isn't there then i i don't think they'll win because i think that's too much but still like who can of anybody in the league that's in the playoffs still i think that's that's one of those where where they always say like you can't stop a superstar you could just slow him down i think boston Mm -hmm. like not just individually just as a whole because they're coached really well and play really well defense I think they'll be able to slow him down. A tad you just have to frustrate him enough. Yeah, you just have to do a and, tad bit to slow and him and down. And honestly, and then if you go on the Heat side, those are just some goons, dude. They're they will yeah. th- nothing's going to be free there. So, I mean, I know Giannis is physical; he can be physical, but they will. If that matchup end up, ends up happening, they will like just push. Giannis to the physical brink like they will kind of like a 90s basketball like yeah bad, bad boy pistons bad yeah. boy pistons or something See, but That's he likes what I that he likes that shit though man there the is, is the, the, the reason i asked the question is because there is no answer to that question yeah. like, nobody can guard him nobody can stop him and you're right the only thing you can do is annoy him enough and force him to make as many mistakes as possible it's all you can do but he's still going to get 25, 5, and 10, or 15. Like, he's every night. doesn't matter. He's always going to get it. And he can who's shoot gonna, now. Who's going to guard Jason Tatum? I, well, that that's a more technical answer because we're talking about pure size here with Giannis. With Jason who's Tatum. Who's guard like, Jimmy Butler? I mean, the two of them, those two that you just listed, Jason Tatum and Jimmy Butler would guard hey, each no, other. Hey, no, 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 no. We're talking about <laughs> playoff Jimmy Butler, Jimmy Buckets. Who is going to stop Jason? Jason Tatum or Marcus <laughs> Smart. <laughs> That's defensive player of the year, but apparently not the best defender on the court. 
that's it that's got to be the most like ridiculous un like like quiet take you've ever made is marcus smart won the defensive player of the year but he's not the best defender on his team it's wild. there's a defensive player of the year every year that doesn't mean that, that like so what they just stop knowing how to play defense no who's the, I, one, who's the winner last year who's the winner last year rudy rudy he Gobert. He, he's won the past three years yeah so what? Rudy Gobert this year stopped no, learning how to play defense? He, he doesn't know how to play defense anymore? No. You're saying there's somebody on the Celtics that is a better defender than Marcus Smart. Yes. Is Rudy Ooh. the best defensive player on his team? Is Rudy the best defensive player on his team? I believe Was so. he last year? Yes. What about the year before that? Yeah. He's, he's it's the Utah the Jazz, bro. <laughs> Who plays defense on there, bro? 2020 Utah Jazz. Name the <laughs> roster. <laughs> Like who plays defense uh, on the Utah Jazz? That's why they keep losing every. Oh, I I think it's just funny that you say that he's not the best player, best defender on. Like who is better? Who is a better defender? Jason Tatum. Jason Tatum is better. Why did he not win Defensive Player of the Year? Was he a because candidate? because Marcus because Smart what? defensive? Because Marcus Smart statistically had a better defensive year than Jason Tatum. Can we please look this up? I will sit here and wait for this. To believe that he's not even close to the running, if he's not even in the running. Bro, why? <laughs> look up the stats for the defense. Like He's it's not, it's Bam, Rudy. Yeah. Wait, wait, go up, go up, go up. Oh, shit. Look, you, just, you just backed out of it. Jason Tatum can't win Defensive Player of yeah. the Year because he has to guard Kevin Durant. He has to guard LeBron James. He's guarding those guys, Giannis. Marcus Smart guarded KD. Marcus Smart, I saw, was on KD. At Sometimes. least some portion, some portions of the night, yeah. Yeah. You... And? The Defensive Player of the Year picks up the harder defensive, defensive assignments. Now, I'm not. he probably doesn't shy away from those assignments. Really? Because so. last time I checked, when Rudy Gobert was on Luka, Luka was giving him the work. He's not, he's not even in the... Oh, the but he didn't win here. Defensive Player of the Year this year, so he doesn't know how to play defense anymore. I'm not, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that if he gets voted Defensive Player of the Year, then... He's the best defensive player of that year. Like he, he won the award. Doesn't mean that the people who won in the past are like worse than him. Just means that that year he was the best at it. So to say that he is not the best defender on his own team in the year that he won the award, I just I'm I don't understand. Doesn't make a lot of sense to me. It it it, it does. Like make overall sense. for a career, you are correct. Like if I if we were to say like I don't know like a young player who just won their first defensive player of the year. And then a guy who's been in the league for 10 years and won two or three of them. Like, I'm not going to say the young guy's better than the older guy because he's recency bias. I'm just saying like that specific year, he is the best player. Which why it's bizarre that Kobe Bryant only won one MVP. I still am shocked by that. So because there was always somebody better than him. Yeah. I know you, you say this and it's hard <laughs> for me to believe anyway. Anywho, look, Giannis still has his hands full. That's the main point. I agree going with you. Going over to the Western Conference, Suns pull out an emphatic victory over the over the Pelicans. Um, that game made me happy, but made me very sad because Jesus, Brandon Ingram let me left me on a hook. 
DeAndre Aiden left me on a hook. It was the saddest thing ever. Literally, I needed 23 points from Ingram. He missed. He had three free throws in like a 10 second span in the end of the towards the end of the fourth quarter when it was still kind of competitive, and he missed two of them. And I'm Bummer. just like, mm-hmm. and Aiden just needed one more bucket, and I was just like, <laughs> pain, like, pain. But the Suns. Finally, the rest of the guys, Cam Payne, Cam Johnson, McCall Bridges, they decided to finally wake up. And that's what I've been waiting for, for them to wake up and get some buckets and play play Suns basketball. Because we know they are one of the deepest teams. They have one of the best, deepest teams in the league that are remaining right now. And it was just a matter of them kind of kicking it into gear because they needed to because, I mean – they're 2-2 with the Pelicans. That's, you know, you're number one seed. I know the Pelicans aren't a typical eight seed. Bro, yeah, it, but it doesn't feel like any team is a typical, like, lower seed this year. Like, every team is pretty Except good. Except, Except for the Nets. Nets. Except for the Nets. It's crazy. We've got another, like, at least three or four days of... They're the first ones eliminated. Like, am I right? Yeah, they're the first one's done. Actually, I take it back. It's crazy. The, bull, so the, bulls, the bulls are kind of like, how bro. They... Didn't you tell me? Didn't you tell me? What did I tell you? The bulls. Or the, you got to watch out for the bulls. Well, that's before Caruso got injured, bro. Oh, <laughs> six man. Come yeah. on. Nah, the the bull the bulls. I mean, they had no chance. I don't even know how they won that one game. <laughs> Because Demar Derozan went nuts. Yeah, I I don't know what happened to him after that. That's just, I mean, they're down by like, because he's playing 300, Giannis three hundred right now. It's not even, dude. Watching the game, it's not even. Giannis doesn't even have to guard him. They're just, I mean, they're triple teaming him and exactly. <laughs> and the Bulls, the rest of the Bulls are just like, what do I no, do? Not the rest, the two others, <laughs> the two no. other teammates who have to guard four players. It, it's, it's, it's the saddest thing because I mean, Levine, he's out this game that's going on right now. So it's just, if you're Demar, what do you do? I mean, they're just—he gets the ball. They're literally triple teaming him. He passes it out. Nobody could buy a bucket. Vucevic is dead in the water. You got. Unknown number one, unknown number two, just like coming off, like getting promoted from from eighth man to starter because of all the injuries. Like, it's like nice try. Like, you guys had a good run, um, but it's time to go. See ya. We'll see you next year. Here's your L, and. This team kind of, when it's a young man's game, kind of like resonated in me with this team because you think about this team. They got Zach Levine and Lonzo Ball, even though Lonzo was injured. He was having a really good year up until he got injured. But if we're looking back at the season, we're like they were fueled and powered by DeMar DeRozan. Hey, he was an MVP candidate at one point. 
maybe that was the issue. <laughs> You're a conspiracy theorist. You know that? Like, maybe they should... I mean, maybe Zach Levine should have been the number one option. Zach Levine just had... <laughs> the season before just went... He 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 had a great season last year. I don't know, man. Who knows? You know. Clearly, I don't, because I got no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> what I'm saying is, Demar Derozan needs to take a back seat to Zach Levine, and they, need, and they need to let Lonzo and Zach Levine do. Okay. Okay. I'm saying we should get a collaborative commercial with the two ball brothers and the dad. And I don't know why we haven't gotten that yet. So that's I mean, what we've I'm gotten, saying. We've gotten Mello and the dad on the at one. I did see one. that one. I don't know why Lonzo was left out. Awkward. Well, because Lonzo was like yesterday. What? Yesterday's oh, news. Because Lonzo oh. didn't win rookie of the year. So, you know, he's he's not as good as Mello. Is that the Luka year? What What year was that? What, what year was the who was he competing against? That was God 2017 or 18, maybe he got drafted. I don't remember. Come on, tested. He was he was the number two pick. Markel Fultz was number one. <laughs> right? Can we lay can am, we label that right? a bust? Can we label and that then a bust? Number three was, was Jason it Tatum? Devin Booker? Jason no. Tatum? Were they in that draft? Who it was it? Jason Tatum. You, you haven't been looking it up? <laughs> okay, you've been looking it up. Okay, I got you. No, Devin Booker was like a mid, mid first, mid lottery. Pick. Okay, look at that. Markel Fultz, Lonzo Ball, Jason Tatum. Mm. Look at that. Who won the rookie of the year that year? Jonathan Isaac, De'Aaron Fox, Josh Jackson, Dennis Smith Jr. What happened to him? Jeez. Wasn't Luca in that draft too? No, he was in the year after with Trey. Was it was it the was it eight this is seventeen, so they would have played in eighteen. Yeah, it would have been the eighteen draft Luca was in. Dude, Luca. Who won MVP coldest, in twenty seventeen? Luca is the coldest white dude on this planet, bro. I don't care what nobody say, bro. Ben Simmons won it. <laughs> well, that's, that's, that was that's right. That was the year that it carried over because he didn't play enough and it was he was a sophomore and they gave it to him that was so crap i forgot about that oh my gosh yeah cuz malcolm brogdon won it in 17 yeah yep dude that's hilarious rookie year way, to, way to round out the podcast ben simmons won a rookie of the year completely for it. as as a second year this man has been con in the nba since he got in it <laughs> come on you ain't lying. You are not for lying. real, dude. I mean, come on. Uh very, very good. Yeah, so, it'll. It, I, I hope we get at least one seven-game series from the first round. They're always fun. Raptors. <sighs> Raptors in seven. Then, back, then Drake gonna put out another banger. Yeah. Uh, congratulations that... to the Hawks. Here's your L. Have oh, fun at home, gentlemen. Very young. Um. Because I don't think, I don't think the Jazz are going to make it to seven games. No, especially if Mitchell's injured. There, thank you yeah. for participating. Yep. Here's your L. Here is the L. So I just, especially Luca giving you thirty three and Jalen twenty four. Dude, sure. they cannot. 
guard Jalen Brunson. Like they just give him the ball and he just drives. He just drives and buckets. He's he's like he's got the highest scoring percentage in that little pocket he's in. If you're facing the baskets, the left side near the paint, probably like six six to ten feet out. It's like he owns that area. That's like his his prime area, and he is the number one in that area in the league. And he just he does. He just drives. Little guy drives, and he's just kind of muscly almost. And he just like does this little like drop set and just puts it in, almost like a little teardrop shot. Except it's an actual like almost. It's like a full jump shot. It feels like it's like a little teardrop. Yeah, he's he's nuts. So good for him. Yeah, I don't expect him to go seven. I. We already talked about the Jazz and what we think about them there. Uh, if you haven't heard that, then go back. This last episode, I believe, we talked about them. That was... Sheesh. Um, I hope we get one seven-game series, though. We'll see what happens. Raptors in seven.